ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಮೌನವ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾಕಟಿತಪರಬ್ರಹ್ಮತ್ವಮ್ಯುವಾನರ್ಶಿಷ್ಠಾಂತೆ ವಸದೃಶಿಗಣೈರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನಿಷ್ಠೈ ಆಚಾರ್ಯೇಂದ್ರಂಕರಕಲಿತಚಿನ್ಮುದ್ರಮಾನಂದೂಪಂಸ್ವಾತ್ಮಾರಾಮಂಮುದಿತವದನಂದ
यक्षात्कनावृत्तिर्भवांभो निधौ तस्म श्रीगुरमूर्त नमदक्षिणामूर्त in this uh, you know verse that we are studying um, this is a, there is a very advanced way of talking about sat and chit very uh, you know high level discussion of how to understand this sat and chit satchidananda or satyam gnanam anantam as nothing but bhagavan yes and which bhagavan dakshiramurti so this is a very beautiful discussion and an advanced discussion and uh, we will look at it in this uh, mantra yasya yasya sadatmakam spuranam eva asad kalpartham bhasate bhasate shines shines what shines asad kalpartham bhasate asat kalpartham kalpartham means that which may as well be asat or like asat so what is like asat means non existent so what is like asat this jagat is like asat as good in other words when we say as good as non existent meaning what it may well you know well be non existent it may as well be non existent but for you know that that uh, bhagavan dakshinamurti in the form of adhishthana chaitanya adhishthana chaitanya means the uh, you know the that which is the for the lack i mean adhishthana cannot be translated but that which is the truth the basis of everything like the adhishthana of the snake in the rope snake yeah so these two words go together adhishthana and aropa so adhishthana becomes a sitting duck for all kind of aropa aropa superimposition adhishthana that upon which that truth that unchanging truth upon which the superimposition has been put ah that which is the basis of the superimposition adhishthana uh, that upon which the superimposition has been uh, you know put projected is called in uh, what is that called uh, you know adhishthana and then the superimposition itself is called aropa so if this much is understood we can go further it's very exciting discussion so because when we see that everything in the universe is what is just all these words meanings names and forms which are as good as lifeless as good as non existent you know go back to the example of the tree falling in the forest which we the this discussion which we had in the very first class tree falling in the forest and then does it make a sound that's not the question the question is can it be called a sound if there is no chaitanya <laughs> which is the consciousness which is here, which is the hearer in the form of the hearer so this consciousness which has as though morphed into the hearer because the consciousness is is vast ananta you know it is all pervasive and ananta ananta means it is limitless 
and all pervasive. So this uh, this Chaitanya therefore has been as though divided and I'm going to get all technical on you here as though it has been divided into you know Adhishthana Chaitanya I mean you know we don't uh, need to do this but we will Adhishthana means what? Uh, Adhishthana means you know that which is the sitting duck for all superimpositions so this Adhishthana which is the basis which is the truth of everything. So Adhishthana Chaitanya, uh, Adhishthana Chaitanya means that consciousness which is unconditioned by anything else, which is simply the basis for the truth of everything, because of which everything shines. And then, you know, so that is what is there in the sound that is made when the tree falls or the falling of the tree is governed by Adhishthana Chaitanya, but the hearing of that sound of the falling tree is governed by what? You know, the sound that, you know, that Chaitanya coming through the ears, so to speak. So for that we have a technical name, Vrittigata Chaitanya. Vritti means a cognition, you know, a mental cognition. Vrittigata, you know, and you can just write Chaitanya yourself. So, Vrittigata Chaitanya, Adhishthana Chaitanya. And then the one, you know, then what happens is that the one that says, you know, the, the, how do you know that you exist? You say, I am, correct? And then you say, I know I am. So, when you say, I know I am, or I am now the hearer, when you say that, and I am now the seer, when you say that, then what is that form of that knowing? What kind of knowing does this Chaitanya take? You know, and uh, and and also on a more um, you know mundane example, day-to-day -day empirical example, when you say, "I am the I am I am the the witness of my hunger, of my thirst. I am the witness of Sakshi of time." So then that is called Sakshigata Chaitanya. So Chaitanya means what? Consciousness, awareness. So now how many Chaitanyas do we have? Huh? This is not a rhetorical question. I am uh, expecting an answer. How many Chaitanyas do we have? Ah, thank God. Thank God I feel so fulfilled. Yes, even though we have discussed it under three rubrics, there is only one Chaitanya, undivided and indivisible. There is only one. These are just the, so to speak, the apertures through which the Chaitanya is viewed. Apertures, forms, functions, whatever it is. All that there is is one Chaitanya, but from the standpoint of that which is the truth of everything, it is called Adhishthana Chaitanya. From the standpoint of that, you know, which is the cognizer, it is called Vrittigata Chaitanya. Cognized is Adhishthana Chaitanya. Anything that you cognize, you know, that which is object of cognition, Adhishthana Chaitanya, you know. Because that is the truth of everything is Chaitanya, 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 Consciousness, Consciousness, Consciousness. So the consciousness, which is the truth, which is the content of everything, which is, in other words, objects of cognition, and then from the standpoint of the cognizer, the same Chaitanya takes on a certain, you know, a certain, uh, there is a certain twist, 
because it is now going through the eyes and saying, I spy with my own eyes, you know, you standing there, <laughs> correct? I hear with my own ears this wonderful classical music. So this is this is what is called Vritti Gata Chaitanya because Gata means, you know, uh, conditioned by. So here is where the Upadhi comes into being. So Upadhi, uh, you know, because of the upadhi, there seems to be two chaitanyas, the cognizer chaitanya and the cognized chaitanya, whereas there are no two or three chaitanyas. And then the self-cognized chaitanya, I know I am, sakshikata chaitanya, you know, uh, through which the, um, you know, through which the hunger, thirst, time, space, etc. are all recognized. That's more of an internal, you know, knowing, an ontological internal knowing. But then, you know, that also is Chaitanya. So even though technically the, uh, the scholars have, have uh, these three distinctions, you know, and uh, Sureshwara also talks about it, everybody talks about it in the tradition. Really, you know, this is just for our understanding so that we are, you know, especially as we go to, to the next verse, right after this, this, this uh, discussion will come in very handy. So in other words, <laughs> don't forget it. <laughs> so... So that's the, you know, that's the whole idea. And so here, this Puranam is what we are talking of, Adhishthana Chaitanya. Puranam means what? That which is, you know, which is common to all. That which blesses the cognizer and the cognized and the instruments of cognition. Jnata, Jnanam, Jnayam, you know. Jnanam here means, you know, manam, pramanam, all the means of knowledge, that same adhishthana chaitanya blesses. So it makes the ear into that which is capable of hearing the sound and understanding, uh, you know, what sounds have been heard. The ear of the ear, shrotrasya shrotram, it makes the eyes, it blesses the eyes to see and it also blesses the objects of cognition as non-separate from that which is they, which has now morphed into the seer without undergoing any change. So that is the beauty of this whole, you know, uh, verse. That there is no difference between the subject of cognition and the object of cognition and the means of cognition. They are all little blips in that oceanic, you know, limitless, all-pervasive consciousness. Just like in the ocean, you can have many waves. You can have, let's say, you can. the ocean is large enough to sustain three waves simultaneously without becoming any one of them. Let's say one is Jnata wave, I know, I know, I know, you know, this kind of a wave. And then, I know, you know, the nowhere wave. And then one is, you know, Gnaya wave, the known wave. So one is the wave which is the, the cognizer. And the other wave, is, let us say, it is the object of cognition. All the, world, the objects that we see in the world that shine, you know, because who? The, the Gnata shines. And then, you know, finally what? And then we have that which bridges the subject of uh, the subject and the object which is what the means of cognition that is what connects so how do i connect to the falling tree in the forest you know through the the ears so that the so that that means of knowledge the mean, means of cognition bridges the subject and the object and, and 
that is what is so beautiful about this that too is another wave in this ocean in this oceanic consciousness all these waves are simultaneously sustained you know and they are they they, they take birth and they you know resolve and they are sustained by that consciousness which does nothing which does no work which which does not you know and which does not get threatened by the waves just like the you know the ocean doesn't get threatened by the waves this chaitanya doesn't get threatened by these various varieties of expression of this chaitanya we can have a few more if you want but doesn't matter the consciousness is you know manifests everything without going undergoing itself any change and so here there is a beautiful you know obliteration of the individual jiva in this verse from the standpoint of the total yasyaiva spuranam sadatmakam sadatmakam spuranam so that you know that quickening of this you know consciousness into certain it is it is as though undergoing a change just like the ocean is as though undergoing a change quiet one day and then a roaring ocean with many waves another day so this chaitanya is as though undergoing a quickening a change you know and then what and then it is you know it is blessing everything as it were with its presence because of which everything that is lifeless and dead in the universe starting with all the objects of cognition and starting with the means of and you know including the means of cognition ah if the means of cognitions don't work are not blessed by that same adhishthana chaitanya then what will happen there will be no cognition that takes place and if there is no cognition that takes place there is no cognizer the cognizer is only born you know so to born again within quotes cognizer is always there as a latent possibility but the cognizer is a manifest possibility when then that means of cognition you know comes in between the cognizer that which is born as the cognizer that which is self aware as the cognizer and then you know the object of cognition along with the means of cognition so if the means of cognition such as the eyes ears are not blessed by this adhishthana chaitanya there will be no cognizer ha huh? and that's why the that's why the question does the tree in the forest make a sound when it is you know when it falls ah, now we understand this that uh, you know zen cone yeah so now what now we have to see this very beautifully it's very you know wonderful gorgeous so this is the sadatmakam spuranam sat 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 everything shines as existent 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 and you know this is the paradox of paradoxes even non existent object even a non existent object shines as existent ayo how is that possible <laughs> like for example if i were to say there is no elephant in the room <laughs> so the non existent elephant shines as what non existent ah <laughs> even that that existent that existence sat which is not even opposed to the non existent existence of specific things in specific places at specific times 
there is no sun at night there is no sunlight at night it is that sat only that shines and you know makes evident the absence of various things that which shines its light uniformly on the presence and on the uh, absence that which makes this you know this undifferentiated jagat which is as good as death dead come alive as cognizer cognized means of cognition through which this asat kalpartagam asat kalpartagam means which is as good as dead so the ears belonging to a dead body cannot hear why because that chaitanya is you know that sakshi chaitanya is not there and then what is not there vrittigata chaitanya is not there only adhishthana chaitanya is there so is the dead body satchidananda of course it is satchidananda sukshma sharira has gone the subtle body which manifests the you know which manifests the capacity for this prittigata chaitanya is gone where is it gone it is gone in search of another body that's what it is if the person is you know is not a gnani it's gone in search of another body taking along with it all the sense organs on in a subtle form taking along with it the desires raga dvesha no excess baggage for you know all this uh, uh, kind of force that you know between life travel no excess baggage charge you can bring on as many raga dveshas as you want for free you can bring on as many desires as you want for free if you say ayo lord yama please i have one more suitcase of desires bring it all more the merrier party party of ragadveshas party of all the desires clamoring for expression in a new body that's why even though the dead body is satchidananda you know just like that without the blessing of that consciousness you know and the means of knowledge in the form of those apertures through which it manifests then the whole jagat is as good as lifeless so then you know what is the cognizer the truth of the cognizer is adhishthana chaitanya the adhishthana chaitanya that is also blessed with vrittigata chaitanya with the vrittis you know i see i hear these are the vrittis these are the cognitions the various you know what is that called you know um, pratyag uh, gamanam so all these various uh, you know pratyaksham pratyaksham aksham prati so pratibodha viditam matam bodham bodham prati so every separate cognition also shines but it's not outside of the adhishthana and then you know if that separate cognition this is a cup this is a pot this is a lid this is a clay figurine all these items made of clay shine how do they shine they shine after anubhasate vishse anubhasate bhasate yes bhasate for whom for the cognizer so yes i am the knower of this pot ghatagnyo aham ghatagnya aham i am the knower of the pot if i were to say then what happens you know there then i shine as the knower but before i shine as the knower both myself and the pot shines as adhishthana chaitanya myself as the knower
So the knower is a specific manifestation of this Chaitanya, you know, and before that knower comes into being, you know, comes into manifestation, what is there is that Chaitanya which then morphs into knower known without being either knower or known or the means of knowledge. This is very important to understand. And then that is, you know, Sadatmakam Asat Kalparthagam Bhasate. And then after that, after it Bhasate, what happens? <laughs> Let's see the next line. And then, Yaha, uh, you know, the, the one who teaches about this, how does, uh, you know, this is Lord Dakshinamurti. First is we are introduced to Lord Dakshinamurti as that Puranam, as that quickening of the consciousness which as though morphs into three without being any one of them, without becoming any one of them. And then what, you know, then the next line says, the one who teaches about this very knowledge, how? Sakshat directly. Directly means, you know, this is, uh, you know, everybody's penchant is, is, you know, for experience. So, will I be able to experience this? <laughs> you know, this knowledge, you know, will I be able to experience Ananda? Are you are Ananda, doesn't matter, but I still want to experience. And so for the experience buffs alone, I think this second line has been, the word sakshat has been given. Sakshat means directly as though, as though you are experiencing it. You know, because you are experiencing yourself at uh, all times. You know, so just as though you were experiencing it, sakshat veda vachasa, through the words of veda, here vedanta. And we'll come back to Tattvamasi. Yaha bodhayati, the one who teaches, you know, bodhati, you know, bodhayati, causal, the one who teaches, the one who teaches, whom ashritan shishyan bodhayati, teaches who? Only a select group of people who have taken recourse, who have surrendered, who have taken refuge in this knowledge, in the teacher. In Bhagavan. So, this is uh, again another reminder that, you know, there is a difference between Vedanta and Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness means what? You know, they are uh, knocking on the door, uh, door, they go door to door, you know, giving, serving pamphlets and uh, talking about their beliefs, trying to have uh, people, subscribers, trying to have converts. So here, you know, we are at a loss because really speaking, there is nothing to convert. Yeah, you are this, you know, you are this Sadatmakam Spuranam, you are that. Oh, then what is Lord Dakshinamurti? Lord Dakshinamurti is also that. There is nothing to convert. And, uh, oh, but I take myself to be a body-mind complex. Okay. That's again not a conversion because that mistake is included in this. That understanding of that mistake is, you know, included in this whole scheme. And so that mistake is uh, possible, understood. That mistake is removable, understood. Through this, uh, you know, how is this mistake removed? Through the truth of yourself that is taught by a teacher who has been taught by his teacher, her teacher, all the way to Lord Dakshinamurti. And so that is also a possibility given. And so then what? And then, you know, so this 
Veda Vachasa, so through the words of the Veda, then what, you know, this is, uh, this is communicated. Communicated not like Jehovah's Witnesses, as I mentioned, this is communicated only to the people who seek this knowledge. No, but I didn't seek this knowledge. Well, you, you, you showed up on the online classroom, that is seeking the knowledge. So, you may not have meant to show up, but here you are, so that means you are seeking this knowledge. Ah, that's the whole thing. And uh, so, that, that is what the whole thing is. Ashritan, Shishyan, we have to add. So, all the people who have taken refuge in the form of disciples of Vedanta, disciples of this teacher, disciples of this teaching, disciples of the Shastra, and, you know, and of this knowledge. So, the ones who have also readied themselves to gain this knowledge through all the, uh, whatever we call it, you know, the accoutrements of this knowledge, such as uh, the accompaniments, such as a resolved mind, shraddha, bhakti, you know, reverence, etc. For all those people, you know, sakshat bodhayati veda vachasa, with the help of Vedanta. Words of Vedanta, Vachasa, words of Vedanta, through the words of Vedanta, this is taught. And this is to show you that even Lord Dakshinamurti, if he were to come and teach now, then how will he be teaching? With the help of the Veda, that's what he's holding in his left hand. If you remember, if you recall the when we had that show and tell with the Murti. So, the Veda, he is not going to teach something that comes out of his head. <laughs> He is also going to teach, you know, Vedanta alone. And what are the words he will use? Tattvamasi, the classic Mahavakya. So, that, that doesn't mean it's the only Mahavakya. Through various Mahavakyas, such as Tattvamasi, you know, Tattvamasi, we have already seen this sign language forming Tattvamasi. And for those of you who are who may have joined late, this is signifies body, mind, senses. This is the pointing finger ahankara. This is the Brahm, you know, this represents Brahma Tattva, that which is the truth of the universe, that Sat which makes everything come alive. That is the Lord Dakshinamurti here, that is Bhagavan. And then usually this finger aligns itself, identifies with the body-mind-sense complex. Here it is told, you are not that, you, this is who you are, it, it is joined to the cause of the universe. You are Ishvara, this is the message of Vedanta. And so, Sakshat, meaning directly, meaning, uh, Sakshat also means without any doubt. So immediate, because the knowledge is immediate. It's not like, you know, when, when you're hungry, for example, you go in search of a recipe book, you find an old recipe book, and then you find a recipe that you like, and then what do you have to do? Then you have to go to the market, or the fridge, or the pantry, and then you have to, you know, get all the things, you know, get all the things in a row to make this thing. Even some simple pasta dish, you have to get the tomato sauce, you have to get the pasta, you have to fill the bowl with water, or the, the pan with water, put it on the boil, you know. So there's a lot thing, you know, just because you've read the recipe of how to make pasta, the pasta doesn't come, you know, doesn't manifest itself right there next to the book. So you have to eat the, uh, you, you have to, in order to quench the hunger, uh, you know, quell the hunger, what do you have to do? You have to 
actually go and do some practical stuff after reading gyanam <laughs> so gyanam means reading about the recipe and having the knowledge of the recipe in the head okay i got it i got it this many you know vegetables this much pasta this much water this much things to make tomatoes to make the sauce whatever it is and some cheese for seasoning all this is there in the head and then you have to go and actually put it into practice otherwise as pujya swami ji would joke if you know you have to eat the recipe book <laughs> in order to you know satisfy the hunger here it is not like that here the knowledge is you know when i told you that that same chaitanya is the one that is making you into a knower and making various objects you know into objects of cognition with the help of the means of cognition that same chaitanya is the means of cognition without being either gnata or gnanam or gnayam there is nothing more to do you understood it you know you can say i am not very clear please repeat it that's a different thing but you understood it you knew that there is something to see it's not that afterwards you have to go and practice this knowledge gnata 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 gnayam what is gnata chaitanya what is gnayam chaitanya you know you don't have to do that there is nothing to do in fact in fact vedanta says every doing is your undoing uh, because all doings are motivated by desires all kinds of desires and then you know not that it is wrong to have desires but that desires carry with them a certain vega a pressure that makes you do things you know all kinds of things and so here what sakshat tatvamasi iti veda vachasa yah you know that you know bhagavan who teaches the disciples where the disciples are become chinna samshayaha no doubt at all no vagueness no error then why should i know this knowledge what is so great about this knowledge yat sakshat karanat bhavet you know yat sakshat karanat so after assimilating this knowledge as the very nature of yourself you know and when you know as you come to know as you know it should be as certain bhuktam annamiva like even becoming one with the food that you like to to quote sureshwara you know bhuktam annamiva and the person who has eaten a big meal what does he or she say i am full likewise the person of knowledge says i am purnaha i am that fullness of that consciousness i am neither the knower nor the known i am neither subject nor object nor the means of knowledge you know that is you know that certainty when it comes that certainty comes with a you know with a certain exposure with a committed exposure it's not like you attend one class and the certainty comes it will not come because there are too many habitual orientations coming in the way so therefore you know there is a certain stipulated time in the shastra itself you know that we learn that we hear that we learn how long does one have to be with the teacher with the teaching in a committed exposure and then you know generally it is said 12 years that's a long time and if you look at the jandogya chapter 8 we have uh, indra uh, studying with prajapati for 101 years 
this is not to make us feel hopeless but this is to make us feel hopeful that yes i can gain this knowledge all i have to do is sit and listen how how hard is that you know how hard is it it's not hard and so that's why i have to you know go against the grain of the ragadveshas and the habitual orientations that keep saying this is not important this is you know there are many other things that i have to do this is not going to do and sometimes hopeless thoughts come this will not help me this will not do anything you know how many lifetimes have i studied this what has it done nothing and so like this you know i have to go against the grain of the habitual orientations and the habitual orientations become oneself so to speak identified so much so that one is you know one starts to think oh my god it is me it's not you each time the panic attack comes like i'm wasting my time with vedanta that is a habitual orientation each time the feeling of desperation comes i am wasting my time nothing will happen that is a habitual orientation oh but there are so many important things to do that is a habitual orientation oh i need my beauty sleep it's already 10 o'clock that is also a habitual orientation because how many times you have you know spent uh, 10 o'clock 11 o'clock looking at some screen yeah you are frozen the screen is not frozen you your eyes are frozen on to the screen of something whether it's a big screen or a small screen doesn't matter this is what is called screen time <laughs> so this is a much better use of screen time you know this is also not you this is a habitual orientation because people are not uh, sometimes understanding what we mean by habitual orientation these kinds of thoughts that shine as yourself because one is closely identified with those thoughts those thoughts are no longer my thoughts they become me thoughts ah they are as good as me that is also a habitual orientation how many people get moksha bhagavan uh, says in the 7th chapter of bhagavad gita manushyanas of people one comes for this knowledge out of the thousand people going for this knowledge one only gets to know me as the truth of themselves so why will i be that one <laughs> so therefore what let's not attend the next class <laughs> habitual orientation hopelessness despair fear distraction apathy you know and then what you know fighting with the teacher and going away for no reason habitual orientation ah. and most of the time the teacher doesn't even know what the situation is <laughs> the teacher only notices okay you are not there but i don't know why you are not there <laughs> you have to tell me why you are not there and until you tell me i don't know because i have not participated in whatever you know drama that has gone on so therefore you know this this whole thing it's all one zone you know this is the way in which in in through which one is sawing the very sitting the very limb that is giving ashraya the supporting you you know that that is what is cut by the habitual orientations think of their power that's why the word direct that that's why in the third line sakshat karanat bhavena here sakshat karanam means assimilating this knowledge in the face of all the habitual orientations which die away when you don't give them credence when you don't give them air time they just you know die away slowly snuff out snuff out snuff out 
and if you've been studying this for a while you can see you can very quickly see how many habitual orientations have already gone by now in the beginning when you came to vedanta so much was there so many difficulties were there you know and all those have been falsified when you falsify them you know first they start to fight you know because they don't like to be discovered as false so they have because the ego is attached to them and so they start to come you know come back with a vengeance and come back to scare you and then you say the scare tactics don't work because i am adhisthana chaitanya that's the one to identify with i am chaitanya i am that which is the adhisthana of everything including me as knower including everything as known everything is me i am you know uh, this consciousness is non separate from the means of knowledge non separate from the knower non separate from the known when i know this then all these habitual orientations just quietly go away you know in the light the light of this knowledge is so powerful it's just like when you come to an old abandoned building you enter it and you turn on the light you know then what happens all the cockroaches and the insects and everything scurry away they were right there they were having a party but then you know these biting insects and uh, you know these annoying insects spiders all these things and then as soon as you turn on the light they just in 2 seconds they are gone <laughs> and that is up till then is the example because here they don't come back yet sakshat karanat bhavet na bhavet we have to see there is a na here hidden but, you know uh, yet sakshat karanat bhavet na bhavenna that na has to be taken before bhavet na bhavet so what happens as a result of this knowledge na bhavati na bhavet would not be there what would not be there you know punaravrittihi na bhavet punaravritti revisiting will not be there revisiting what <laughs> you know bhavambho nidhau bhavambho nidhau punaravritti yat tatvamasiti vedavachasa bodhanam sakshat karanat na bhavet ah, it would not be there what av punaravritti revisit thing return will not be there what kind of a return in return into what bhava ambho bhava ambha uh, ambho you know bhava ambho nidhau bhava ambho bhava ambhu bhava ambhu means the ocean of samsara ocean of samsara uh which is now thankfully due to the force of this knowledge you know what is uh, falsified as a notion of samsara bhavambhonidhi means you know the treasury of false ideas false ideologies false beliefs wrong understandings wrong identifications this is bhavambhonidhi this you know this big ocean of habitual orientations which keeps you paddling all the time and unto which one comes back you know what life after life after life you know and in this life also many many times one keeps coming back keeps coming back keeps coming back keeps coming back 
you know, without this knowledge, one is permanently a flat sam and a jet sam in the ocean of samsara. A piece of driftwood lost its way. Ah, from the, you know, it, it lost its way and then, you know, somehow ended up in the ocean and then one wave tosses it to the shore, another wave takes it back and then, you know, it's keeping on drifting. That's why it's called driftwood, a drifter. So this jiva is likewise a drifter, getting caught in the seaweed, through being spit out on the shore, one life, and then being taken back, you know, this is, I suppose, in between two lives, then spit out on another shore, you know, you, you know, go less without any, you know, place. And all the time being, you know, tuned up by the force of the waves and the wonderful trunk, you know, maybe it was a piece of wonderful wood with all the scales and everything intact and now it has just been, you know, reduced to some smooth thing, just enough, you know, just good enough to making some driftwood table, some piece of art, artwork. That's all it is. <laughs> In another samsari's house, <laughs> that's all it is. You know, good for, good for nothing, flotsam, jetsam of the ocean of samsara, which is nothing but the notion of samsara. And if the notion of samsara is not falsified, is not understood as such, then it automatically becomes what? The ocean of samsara. But knowing this knowledge, no more return into this ocean. Why? Because I am one with that Adhishthana Chaitanya, I am one with Bhagavan, no more for me, this body-mind-sense complex and even in, as long as the body-mind-sense complex lives, let it live after the knowledge. You know, one can teach, one can do so many things, one need not keep on, you know, doing, uh, you know, one need not keep on saying I need to die because I have gained this knowledge. There is no need to die, there is no need to, you know, there is no need to look forward to death, there is no need to shun death either. The body is there, then finally the body drops, one is Chaitanya, one is one with Bhagavan, one was always one with Bhagavan, knowing which one was already one with Bhagavan. So, Bhavambho Nidhav Punaravrittihi Nabhavet Yat Sakshat Karanath. Here is an incentive to continue to attend the class, uh, the classes, <laughs> so that, you know, there is no patanam, there is no falling back into this ocean of samsara, unto that, my namaskar. Very, very beautiful. Next one. Na na chidragato dharasthita mahadipa Prabhabhaswaram Jnanam Yasyatu Chakshura Dikarana Dvara Bhakis Pandate Janamititameva Bhantamanubhatyetatsamastam Jagat Tasmai Shri Guru Murtaye Namaidam Shri Dakshina Murtaye here, this, uh, you know, the uh, truth of the individual in the form of the knower is saluted. That too is the Lord. Because that's how I know myself intimately as the knower. 
before what you know it was that which was that oceanic consciousness which morphed into a wave called knower another wave called means of knowledge another wave called known without being neither knower nor known nor you know means of knowledge so this was generally talked about the nature of bhagavan the form of bhagavan as that which is you know which brings everything to light and that's that consciousness because of which everything functions because of which everything exists you know limitlessly and then here you know there is a nod to the knower through the help of a very wonderful example so the example is that of a what halloween pumpkin kind of you know halloween lamp or a clay lamp and in those days you know they had in ancient times so they would have a light and they would have a clay pot with many uh, you know designed holes taken out difficult to make but then they would make a shape of a star and then cut out that before the pot is put in the kiln a circle a star a sun a moon and then what you know so we have a circle a round shape we have a star shape we have a another basic shape let us say a triangle shape so we have a circle uh, uh, you know uh, a triangle a star and then sun and moon let us take five shapes nana nana means many at least it should be more than two so let us take five there is a reason for five you will see so let's say this you know ghatara ghata udara you know ghatar ghata udara sthita so ghatodara sthita so on the stomach of this pot pot also has stomach yeah <laughs> why why does the pot how does the pot have a stomach because the pot has a mouth <laughs> anything that has a mouth will have a stomach you know so this is this is uh, you know this is puja swami ji's logic so very very beautiful so pot has a mouth you say i have tied the mouth of the pot so the stomach also must be there so ghata udara so there is a stomach for the pot meaning the body of the pot has many you know chidra nana chidra so many chidras are there many holes of various shapes and forms and sizes also are there in the stomach of this pot and where is this pot this pot is covering a mahadeepa mahadeepa means a big light a big oil lamp upon which this pot is upturned so the mouth of the pot is upturned and placed right over this lamp and of course if the pot had did not have any holes the lamp puts snuff out but that's not the example the example is you know that is the, the example is what the example is the you know um, the uh, holes which are what morphing as it were the light morphing the light in many lamps are there one lamp how many you know lights are coming out as it were five lights are coming out one is a star shaped light one is a circular light one is a triangle light and one is in the shape of a sun you know and one is in the shape of a crescent moon the sun with all the rays and the other is in the shape of a crescent moon 
so then those this is the ancient people's disco ancient vedic uh, you know entertainment so you have and then the lamp would be placed on something that you know like a wheel or something that could be slowly turned and the children would be entertained with all the stars going around the sun going around the moon going around in a dark room at night so this would be look very beautiful so this was the ancient disco and even in the modern disco there is only one light and that light has been you know made into some ball of mirrors so that it reflects endlessly here too there is only one light that reflects endlessly and then when it goes through a certain aperture we say star and when it goes through certain aperture we say ma that's the moon but that's the star oh no no here is the sun and to to explain this to a child is very difficult because it will look at each thing very differently how to explain this to a child you simply remove the the, the earthen pot covering the lamp and then you see you say look only one light and the toddler says oh one light what happened to the sun what happened to whom is lit up no but i'm i i miss the sun okay close your eyes the mother will say and put the you know you know put the lamp you know cover the lamp again with this with this pot in whose stomach there are many many various you know shaped holes and then the child is clapping the hands how did this happen look at this magic that one light just now i saw and now just because the lamp is put now the sun has come the moon has come the stars have come this is you know this is certainly magic and so this is a wonderful example very nice example and then to illustrate what you know so to illustrate this mahadeepa prabha bhaswaram so this bhaswaram shining light this shining light this big mahadeepa prabha this big light of knowledge and this light of knowledge is nothing other than what was described earlier as the light of consciousness so this light this mahadeepa this blazing light of knowledge this light of consciousness knowledge here is neither knower nor known nor means of knowledge nor anything nor the object of knowledge nor the subject of knowledge which is what which is which shines brilliantly limitlessly this blazing inferno of knowledge upon which this pot is placed as it were and so what jnanam yasya jnanam yasya to chakshuradi karana dwara bahispandate spandate you know pulsating as though this this light which cannot be shut up which is waiting for to just blaze forth finally has this apertures these various it first it was just a undifferentiated light and now it is an as though differentiated light blazing as it were through the various apertures so gyanam here means that same light that which is exemplified by the light in the first you know line in the example this mahadeepa prabha is called gyanam this undifferentiated knowledge uh, which is neither knower nor known nor subject nor object nor means of knowledge blazes forth in a undifferentiated manner but then when it has a you know when it is going through so called this vritti chaitanya when it is being transformed into 
the knower here this is you know a nod to the knower so now you know karana dwara bahis pandate so before the knowledge had no reference outside inside nothing there was no outside no inside it was all just one limitless undifferentiated sat chit that existence which blazed forth as all knowledge and then now it goes through the pair of ears which are as good as or likened to the hole in the pot let's say a ear shaped hole now you can say say let's say this the pot has five different holes one is in the shape of a eye one is in the shape of a ear one is in shape of a mouth one is in shape of a tongue one is in shape of the some however you say you know one is in shape of a nose one is in shape of a hand because that signifies sense of touch so the light is blazing forth through these various apertures is the light divided absolutely not of course the light cannot be divided it is as though divided and then spandate pulsates as the sound yes i hear i hear i hear very beautiful and then what and then i say what janami janami ti tameva bhantam anubhat etat samastam jagat janami ti now the janami is born me is born who is this me i know i am the cognizer of the sound i hear the dumb beat and then what you know uh, so the whole jagat anubhati anubhati shines after the knower we'll see that more tomorrow in a little more detail so i shine as the knower and then everything shines after as the known because of what because of the so called apertures so called this is upadhi bheda so the the consciousness is as though differentiated because of the various conditioners you know such as the conditioning agent here is the means of knowledge various apertures eyes ears etc and in the example the conditioning for that light to split into five is the various holes you know in the shape of sun moon stars etc so like this now the knower is born me is born which me jana me i know i know i know this i know that i know cup i know hat i know cat i know mat that one is born and to that bhagavan and who is that that is lord dakshinamurti the one who is keeping on saying to you i know i know i know the one that obtains inside the buddhi as i know i know i know so today if you want to be in touch with dakshinamurti until the next class today or tomorrow then all you have to say is i know what do you know i know that i know and that itself is lord dakshinamurti sakshat you know buddhigata dakshinamurti dakshinamurti that is worshipful that is sitting in the buddhi and that is you know expressing itself as i know i know a knowledge that never becomes i don't know okay om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaga purnameva avashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha hari om